0: So you suck at maintaining meaningful relationships in your life, but you're not exactly sure why. Well, today we're walking through six reasons why you could be sabotaging your relationships and your chances at welcoming good quality people into your life. Let's go. Welcome to the free and happy woman podcast. My name is Teddy. I'm a mind body wellness coach, and my mission is to inspire you to prioritize your health, healing and happiness. I'm here to remind you that all of this is possible no matter where you are in life this is the place where you're going to learn how to put yourself first stop holding yourself back from your own happiness and get empowered to return home to yourself here we're going to be talking about topics that help you to dig deeper with yourself and create long lasting emotional healing so that you can create the life that you truly desire if any of that resonates with you you are in the right place Thank you so much for joining me and I'm sending you a great big hug for showing up for yourself today. All right, beautiful soul, let's get started. Hey there, thank you so much for joining me. If you're just tuning in for the first time, hey, hello, my name is Teddy and I love helping women and overgivers learn how to put themselves first and find joy again through strengthening their emotional health because when you feel good emotionally, everything else follows. So there could be a number of reasons why we don't see the relationships in our lives that we really want to see, and sometimes it can feel like all we attract and experience are toxic relationships. I get it, I feel all of that, but I also think it's important to remember that each relationship that we create or that we're born with, does serve a purpose in our lives, whether that person is here as one of our assignments here on earth, or they serve to teach us a lesson about ourselves and help us to develop as individuals. It's not a mistake that they were placed into our lives. However, there can be some personal reasons within ourselves as far as why we aren't seeing or experiencing the relationships that we really want. So today we're exploring six habits that might be helping you to sabotage your relationships and your love life. Let's jump right in. Number one, poor communication skills. The foundation of any healthy relationship is communication. If you're struggling to express your thoughts and your feelings or you're having a hard time listening actively and being present, it can lead to misunderstandings and conflicts in your relationship. When two people come together and they're already poor communicators, this is usually one of the reasons why the relationship does not work out. And there's a lot that goes into communication, right? You have to engage while the other person is speaking. You have to listen to understand and not just to respond. You have to be receptive over being defensive and taking everything as a personal attack. You also have to not belittle the other person. And you actually have to speak instead of holding things in. There is a lot into learning how to become a healthy communicator. So I invite you to reflect on the ways that you've communicated during conflicts in the past and even recently, and ask yourself, how can the ways in which I've communicated be helpful or harmful to the people that I care about? Healthy communication is the key to building strong and meaningful relationships. Number two, insecurity. Insecurity can wreak havoc on your dating life. When you constantly have to seek validation from your partner and from the people in your life, that can put a strain on your relationships because nobody wants to constantly spend time trying to convince a grown person that you're good enough if you don't even think you're good enough. Think about it. What can another person really say to make you feel better about yourself if all you do is doubt yourself? You have to be confident in the choices that you make and in who you are as a person. But if you constantly have to seek that feeling of enoughness from someone else, that means you have some inner work to do love. And some of this feeling of unworthy or not enough comes from someone in our life treating us like we're not enough and like we're not worthy of love or even decent human treatment for that matter. But if you're ever going to have healthy relationships in your life, you have to work on that part of yourself and start realizing all the reasons why you are enough and why you do deserve to be loved. Focus on your healing and build your self-esteem so that the kinds of relationships that you really want can arrive into your life. It's also not another person's responsibility to make you see that you're worthy and make you feel like you're good enough. It's not anyone else's responsibility to help to stroke your ego if you deep down don't believe that yourself. And it is a lot to put on someone when they're probably having to work on that themselves. Every day we go through life and we're seeing reasons to believe that we're not good enough. We're not getting the jobs that we want. We're not having the life that we want. We're not experiencing life the way we want to experience. So everybody is working on this feeling of enoughness and this feeling of I am worthy of everything that I want in my life. So For somebody who already has to work on that through our day-to-day life, they cannot also do that for you. And it's not fair for you to expect them to do that when you're not doing that yourself. Just like me expecting somebody else to take care of my child if I'm not even taking care of my child. Like it doesn't make sense. I chose to have her, she's my responsibility. So you are your responsibility. How you think and view the world, how you see yourself, Those things, that's all your responsibility. Your mindset is your responsibility and it's nobody else's job to try to convince you why you should think or believe something that they think or believe. And it amazes me how sometimes we put our happiness into the hands of someone else. And we don't even know how to be responsible for our own happiness. So we do have to take accountability for how we do think and view ourselves, whether somebody else made us feel like we were not worthy, like I said, but as responsible adults, we have to hold ourselves accountable for how we view ourselves now that we are in our adulthood, you can change the way you think at any moment, you just have to work on that a little bit. But you can't expect somebody to constantly validate you if you are not doing the work yourself. Number three, your emotional baggage. We all carry it and it's really difficult to detach from past experiences. However, unresolved issues from previous relationships can affect how we approach new ones and how we show up in them. Let's say you have trust issues from a past experience and then something in your present relationship triggers you and you react because you remember that past experience. Maybe once or twice, okay, fine, that can be brushed off. But to constantly make someone pay for things from your past that they never even did to you is unfair to say the least just imagine someone taking a ton of bags and junk and just setting it on your doorstep when you don't have a bunch of junk in your own home and you're responsible for going through and storing it in your clean and organized home do you get how overwhelming and ridiculous that can be our emotional trauma and baggage is not for another person to fix for us they are your responsibility to take care of and not place at someone else's doorstep. Emotionally healthy people want relationships with other emotionally healthy people so take care of your home first before trying to welcome more people in. At least be aware of your stuff and actively be working on it so that you're not just using it as an excuse to act out of character every chance you get in your relationship. Number four, lack of emotional intelligence. Piggybacking just a little bit off of number three, understanding and learning how to manage your emotions is crucial in having and building healthy relationships. If you struggle with learning how to manage your emotions and keeping them in check, even when you're triggered, you might have difficulty in your relationships for a number of reasons. One of them being not recognizing your partner's needs and emotions. It's so easy to get caught up in solely how strongly we feel about something and what we need in that moment that we forget that maybe our partner is lacking something that they need during that time. So as we're going through rough patches, whether they're big or small, learning how to regulate your emotions through that time can help you to really see the bigger picture and the issue as a whole rather than just seeing the situation with tunnel vision and only considering your perspective. And that's something that can lead to disconnect and a lot of frustration on both sides number five you might have a fear of vulnerability some people will try their very bestest to not get too deep with people but the fear of being vulnerable can hold you back from experiencing true intimacy real closeness that you may be desiring in a relationship a few reasons why some people struggle with being vulnerable is because they don't want to be rejected or judged not knowing how to truly trust whatever negative beliefs they've developed around vulnerability and just being afraid that whatever they say in that moment of vulnerability can be used against them later on. All of these are valid, but with vulnerability comes that closeness in relationships that a lot of us desire. It also allows other people to understand us on a deeper level when it comes to how we feel in certain situations and why we feel so strongly in our beliefs and values. By creating that understanding, we can also create less tension in our relationships and less arguments because that other person understands where we might be coming from. Number six, you might be addicted to toxicity. If you're used to being in toxic relationships or you grew up with not so healthy surroundings, you can end up becoming addicted to toxic relationships or situationships. The roller coaster of emotions might be thrilling and sometimes when you don't have anything else going on in your life, the toxicity that you surround yourself with ends up being the highlight of your life. But in the long run, it's not even worth it because you got to think about the cost that comes with it. It costs you your time, your peace, and your sanity. You can never get your time back and anything that costs you your peace and your sanity is a way too damn expensive. Some of us are so used to dysfunction that we don't know what having a healthy relationship even looks like. So when we're presented with one, we think it's boring because it's calm and it's not sending us on this roller coaster that we enjoy so much. So we either leave or we create situations that bring the worst out of that person so that we can have a taste of that familiarity because that's where we're comfortable in. So, recognize those patterns in yourself if you do have them and break free from this unhealthy cycle that could be costing you a really healthy relationship. Because if you want a healthy relationship, you do have to recognize what comes with it. And that does include times of calm and stillness and peace. But if you're not ready for that, you have to be honest with yourself before you bring a healthy person along on that toxic roller coaster with you. So these are the six main habits that I believe could be sabotaging your love life and your healthy relationships that you really want to see. But don't worry. If you recognize these habits, that is the first step towards positive change. Please take time to work on yourself and break free of these patterns. And remember that a healthy and fulfilling relationship starts with you. I love you so much and I will see you soon. hey thank you for listening to this week's podcast i truly hope you got some major takeaways from it that you can start using this week if this episode resonated with you in any way or helped you in any way share it with someone that you love and if you share it on social media don't forget to tag me because i love seeing how what i do impacts people just like you please leave a review on the podcast that will help me out so so much and if you want to learn more about how somatic and embodiment practices can help you to deepen your emotional healing journey and create more long-lasting change in your life be sure to grab embody your healing this is a free training that i created that goes more into depth on how to utilize these practices and how they can help you to create those changes that you're looking for so that you can finally heal find your joy and build the life that you truly desire and deserve. You'll also receive a free guided embodiment practice that will help you to release emotional baggage and feel more love and joy. The link is in the show notes for you and I can't wait to hear about some of your insights and takeaways from the training soon. I love you so much and I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Talk to you soon.